Please uh, listen to this teaching with the uh, sublime motivation of bodhicitta uh, for the sake of all sentient beings who are in number as vast as uh, space. So the text we're studying is the Lion's Roar, presentation the crucial points of the Sugatagaba. And uh, the main point of the um, of the teaching, what is um, what this text is teaching, is as it says in the Uttara Tantra Shastra, the kaya of the perfect Buddha is radiant, suchness is indivisible, and uh, they have the uh, the gotra. Therefore, all sentient beings always have this Buddha nature, the heart essence of Buddhahood. So, um, as it says so in this quotation from the Uttara Tantra Shastra, there are three reasons why. Uh, that shows that the Gotra is pres- present in all sentient beings. Um, and so this is... Um, first, we'll, uh, we looked at the, the text present the uh, what some early Tibetan commentat- uh, commentators have said about it and uh, their um, kind of erroneous interpretation of those four lines in the Uttara Tantra Shastra. And then uh, the text present the uh, our own uh, tradition, the uh, the correct approach. And so this is uh, the point we reach in the explanation that is the presentation, the correct presentation, um, as set in our tradition. Tengare. Tayanda Nine 
Tinde, Lamnung du bichasson gare, lamji du bicure de gare, chisar guitare de gare. Tandendavi chisar lamji du bicut in de yon, tene namsi insu passe gare, insu mazig pardo, tene tartuge commontende, so ne tuge amare, one de chutuge amare. Tese de l'anchet zobico dans tartuge di nane on ta yeshi chuku sejite tene shisar chencha ge chate soyo tene nai su pa se ne tene tanda nai tene tango nikki kusena yanda tene nai chuku ngorla tene shonchu gugye songyare te sede tene kuge nonen tartu bate で、南沙地 Pai yevi on the tona, the nanka the nyamba change in song, nanka the nyam seundu, the nanka lan tadon uji te zong the tani yogia mare. Then nan shimba shen, sanji chuku yen tingi chatinde, tadon uji gone, ten double zong yerves and zong the tani yogia mare. Yen ten tame bachinji indugare. Di chane, any pen nanka la, jane, kega chinji indugare. Tishidi, tenikui non in tatuba, ta chukuja, chukui teni yen tingi chatende, tanti pai ye guna, teni tetan zondu meba, tan nankada nyambige, teni yen ting chen, tendi chenji yen song yare. Tishidi, ta kui non in tatuba te nguzongre. So first present um, so the first uh, line of the uh, um, of the quotation that is uh, that the perfect uh, uh, the kaya of the perfect Buddha is radiant. So it says that the um, the ultimate kaya of the perfect and completely enlightened Buddha is the Dharmakaya, 
whose qualities are equal to space. So the um, what it means is that the um, uh, in uh, generally speaking, it is said that the uh, the Buddhas of uh, three kayas talk about the three kayas of the Buddha, the uh, Nyamanakaya, Sambhogakaya, and Dhammakaya, and um, so those are the uh, um, the three authentic genuine kayas of the Buddha, and as is explained in the sutras, in the sutras also we find um, three uh, four kayas if we add the uh, Svabhavika kayas. Um, in the uh, Sukhut Mantra Vajrayana, talk about the three kayas, the uh, Nyamanakaya, Samogakaya, Dhammakaya, and also of uh, the uh, the kaya of complete uh, uh, manifest enlightenment, and uh, the Vajrakaya. So there are uh, five kayas, the three kayas plus the uh, the kaya of manifest enlightenment and the Vajrakaya. So that makes uh, five as presented in the uh, Sukhut Mantra Vajrayana. But whether we talk about two kayas, three kayas, four kayas, five kayas, they can all be included within the three kayas of uh, Nyamanakaya, Sambhogakaya, and Dhammakaya. And the ultimate of these uh, three kayas is the Dhammakaya. The reason is that the uh, actually the uh, the Nyamanakaya and the Sambhogakaya um, arise based on the Dhammakaya, out of the Dhammakaya. So that is why it is the um, um, because the the, uh, the samogakaya and Nyamanakaya rise out of the um, the dharmakaya, then the dharmakaya is the uh, the ultimate um, kaya of the Buddha. It's considered the ultimate among those three kayas. And in the uh, Sukhut Mantra Vajrayana, um, the reason is given, which is explained in those. Um, uh, tantra is that the uh, um, uh, in this uh, tantra session, for example, of uh, of Zoshin also is that the the Sambhogakaya and the Nyamanakaya uh, also are kind of um, um, are taken as a basis on the path are uh, uh, used on the path, and then in order for uh, to reach to be able to reach complete enlightenment. Then those kaya needs to be uh, to, uh, dissolved back into a basic space of phenomena. So before they uh, dissolve back into the basic space of phenomena, we can't find enlightenment. And so that is why. So in this, in the tantras, then the uh, uh, dharmakaya is said to be um, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate kaya, because then when those um, samogakaya and namanakaya have dissolved back into the uh, the basic space of phenomena, then what it means is that we reach enlightenment in the uh, uh, when um, it says in the face of when realizing the uh, uh, the dharmakaya. So that is uh, the ultimate kaya, according to the uh, to the secret mantra, is also the um, the dharmakaya, and so that is how it is explained in the secret mantra uh, Vajrayana teachings. And so, so to come back to uh, so this uh, Dharmakaya, which is primordial wisdom, um, said that his uh, its qualities are equal to space. That is, that they are like space, you know, infinite, and that you can't measure, you know, space. You can't distinguish a middle and some extremes or side to the uh, uh, to space. You can't uh, divide it up, and so it is. Uh, the same in the same way, all the qualities 
of the Dharmakaya uh, primordial wisdom are infinite. You can't measure, uh, you can't measure them, and uh, therefore compared to uh, to space, in just in the same way that you can't find, you know, in space you can't find the middle and sides and so on. Uh, it is indivisible and uh, uh, illimited. So the uh, um, again, so the. Um, where it says in the quotation, he talks about so the uh, the kaya of the perfect Buddha, so that corresponds to the Dharma kaya, and this Dharma kaya um, body of the perfect uh, Buddha is uh, like space in that its uh, qualities are uh, infinite. Yeah. ナタマルバンチワクンデンデチュビカンザギジュテレシサワントワンワンデチュバユペナソンギャレタゾソンクニントソネジラミタイチレタントセアンダダンサルセアンダダンワンデチュセアテソタタンダチバインソンギャレ
ตาดูเจเรกันดิชินดูเกอร์เซนาซอนเรนดิจิตาดูบาดูบิเทบานิซอนเรตาเตเทกวาทมอนตาดิชินจิดูเกอร์เรเทเจนทมอมาอินบา
Denne sedde tavcıyarı son yarı. Da sirgi sirgi kam menkengi. Da do denne yutul katı cenaya sedde tavcıyarı son yarı. Da de peygâgir var. Danda sirgi kam menkengi do de yutul şi bir tavcıgoni şiso seldeni gandı çocuğuyar da göre. Da sirgi kam tane menkengi rangır doci Yutul kase şerdenayo şisu serdende mandu çocuğu yagya mare. Pete nan şimba çenci reson yare. Dene kamsa sanji ji kamsa mri yönken tege ene lamla lamna şi dene sanji çocuk kotende tan mandu çocuğu yadugu yare son yare. Tan sanji ji kamsa mri menken pena şirurgi sadondavu mupon Ndizoki tendu Deni tanda Yeşi çöku tende Ta kadiyon tene Ngandu çocuğu ama reson gare Deşeri kam mebana Leşe can Ta sanji ji kam de tane mena Gatsi ji lamla lap jena yon Nyomomba mbaşi ban Korwa mbaşi re mato Tan korwa lan debi Deni sanji çöki çatene Kadiyon ngandu çöku me reson gare Mbaşi çevası kesin başka nasıl yani? Tan di kapsu şir yeşe çöku ngandı çürcü yabate cümsen dışene Dene semçen cinnakana diyendeyi çöku tendeki kamsananda Diyi çöku tedan çandavigi rici Dene semçen cinnakana yöngögündü sonu Ta tindişene tiyana pavru göre first such dharmakaya is present in the continuum of an ordinary individual who is completely entangled in all the bonds of negativity, and then later it becomes clear, radiant, or manifest. So, the, um, uh, the words um, clear, radiant, or, or radiant is the word used in the, uh, in the text of the, of the Gyulama, in the root text, uh, when it says... The kaya of the perfect Buddha is radiant. So, what it, um, radiant means the same as a clear or manifest that appears clearly or that is manifest. And so, those uh, mean the same thing. So, this is what is understood by radiant. And so, the uh, so this uh, dharma kaya, which is um, whose uh, qualities are equal to to space. Um, then is present in uh, ordinary sentient beings. Uh, that is, an ordinary individual, so that is someone who hasn't, uh, just ordinary, who hasn't uh, any particular realization, who hasn't eliminated the uh, um, any obscuration, but just, um, as it says in the text, completely, still completely entangled in all the bonds of negativity, of um, like the uh, negative emotions and so on. And so, in uh, the continuum of, of such an ordinary uh, individual, this uh, Dhammakaya Pramoju wisdom is uh, present. And that is that if uh, the, um, uh, this, uh, or the, um, this Dhammakaya um, wisdom, so when training on the path, then will become manifest. So, 
that is what it says. So this uh, Dhammakaya uh, primordial wisdom then in the is present in the continuum of sentient beings. Um, since when if they try, uh, practice the path, train on the path, then will become manifest and they will reach Buddhahood. And this is uh, actually the case that you know if we train on the path, then we do uh, become enlightened. And so in the um, a secret mantra Vajrayana, in the, uh, the Nyingma uh, teachings of, of Dzogchen, the Tantra section of Dzogchen, then uh, it's said that, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Samantabhadra, so the, uh, the uh, Samantabhadra being um, primordially uh, enlightened, and so the difference between uh, sentient beings and the Buddha is that the, uh, he never uh, fell under the influence of the delusion uh, that... Um, Sentient beings um, fall under. He's never uh, experienced those um, uh, obscurations. So that is the only difference between the uh, between Samantabhadra and sentient beings, is that he's never been, he's never experienced his delusion of sentient beings. And so that if um, sentient beings so train on the path, then they will be able uh, the this uh, wisdom of the Dharmakaya will become manifest. Um, and so, uh, this, therefore, this um, wisdom of the Dharmakaya uh, must be present. That shows that this wisdom of the Dharmakaya is already present in sentient beings. And to explain further, uh, the reason for that is that, so in the uh, at the time of the ground in sentient beings, then there is uh, it is present in the form of what we call the uh, we gave the name you know the element we call it the element in uh, sentient beings. Um, this is the uh, uh, the language we use, and so this element is present in uh, sentient beings. And so at the time of uh, the ground, this uh, dhammakaya is uh, present. But how do we prove that? How do we establish that? Establish that? And so. Because it says here that this establishes that the Sugatagaba is already present in the continuum of all sentient beings. In order to demonstrate how this is proved by logic, so Mipamacha uh, says, first I will present the general uh, reasoning behind it and then explain some specific points. Uh, general reasonings that correspond to general or ordinary points corresponding to the approach of the uh, ordinary or common vehicle. And then there will be some uh, more specific points and um, points of the. Uh, extraordinary uh, vehicle and so there, there's basically two presentations a kind of general presentation and then uh, more uh, specific or special uh, kind of um, ways of explaining this or approaching uh, this so uh, first the, uh, the general reasoning says that if there if there exist sentient beings who manifest primordial wisdom of Dharmakaya this means that they must have this uh, nature of gotra. They must have uh, the potential to become a Buddha because it would be impossible to become a Buddha without any such gotra nature. So the, um, the ground um, of the... Uh, um, um, or um, rather... Uh, well, basically, for um, you know, on the ordinary level, uh, then when we have you know, when something like a, a rice seed then um, produces a, a rice sprout, it is because it has the potential to produce the rice sprout that 
it is um and that shows uh, this potential the fact that you know when you plant the rice seed then you have a rice sprout that shows that the rice seed has this potential to produce the rice sprout and actually doesn't have the potential doesn't have the capacity to produce uh wheat for example uh or, um, or barley and but only uh, rice and so um it is the same also uh in terms of uh um, in the in the path, and that is uh, how it is understood also. So in this um, um, ordinary common uh, vehicle, that uh, they also say that they also say that actually um, the uh, the sentient beings must have this uh, this gotra, and meaning this potential, this capacity to uh, to uh, produce or to um, to bring out uh, manifest this dharmakaya uh, primordial wisdom primordial wisdom of the uh, Dharmakaya. If they wouldn't have the uh, the capacity to produce the primordial wisdom of the Dharmakaya, then uh, it wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to reach uh, enlightenment. And so therefore they must have, you know, this capacity, this potential or gotra to, um, to, re uh, to reach enlightenment. Because if there is no, if they wouldn't have this, uh, this gotra, this kind of nature, this kind of capacity to, um, to reach enlightenment, then there wouldn't be uh, any difference with uh, stones, you know. They must have, you know, stones and such other um, ordinary outer phenomena don't have the capacity to uh, give rise to the uh, primordial wisdom of the Dharmakaya, whereas sentient beings do have this capacity. Therefore, there is a difference. What is the difference? Well, this is the capacity to reach enlightenment. And so, therefore, they must have this, um, uh, this, uh, this rik, this gotra, this uh, potential to reach uh, enlightenment, this nature uh, that allows them to reach enlightenment. And so, this must be present also at the time of uh, sentient beings. When being a sentient being, this, uh, this gotra, this nature or, or capacity needs to be present at the time of sentient beings. And then in the, um, um, so here, uh, this point is just, a, is not a discussion from the point of view of the uh, extraordinary approach of the uh, uh, um, Nyingma uh, Dzogchen teachings, but it is uh, very much the uh, ordinary or uh, common vehicle approach. So it says the, uh, uh, the general reasoning. And... As um, Nagarjuna says in Praise to the Dhammadatu, uh, if the element is present, work will reveal the fine grains of gold, but in the absence of the element, all efforts will only end up revealing destructive emotions. And so uh, um, Nagarjuna here takes the example of, uh, of gold and says that um, if, if you have this uh, lump of uh, kind of dirt, and uh, if you work with it, and then if there are uh, grains of gold in it, then, you know, if you work with it, uh, burn it, and then you'll be able to eliminate all the impurity, you'll be left with the gold, you'll be able to extract the gold out of this lump of, uh, of dirt. But then, if there is no gold inside, if you just have uh, dirt, then uh, no, ma uh, no matter how much effort you make, you will never uh, be able to bring out uh, the gold in that. So, it is the same also. Similarly, the, uh, the element or the... Uh, uh, the rik, the gotra, the nature. Uh, by uh, if we train in the path, then by training on the path, by following the path, applying the path, then it will become manifest. But 
if there were no uh, such uh, no such gotra, no such nature, like in stones or um, um, earth and so on, then um, those these are, will never be able to uh, bring out to uh, manifest the uh, this primordial wisdom of the Dharmakaya. This uh, primordial wisdom element will never uh, become manifest in a stone or um, earth, and. So they always, uh, no matter how much effort is done, you know, um, it will never become manifest. It will stay uh, samsara. So this is the way that um, this is how we, we we prove, how we establish that actually this primordial wisdom of the dharmakaya, this dharmakaya element, is uh, already present in sentient beings. Nipa. Mm-hmm. そんでたとも参んばたでしねんけがれ。うん。てたるんてぱてんばそんやで。てたるせでこんでけばれ。こんでかれけれさな。てね。だい。し。ぞぺさんじじちょくてんで。たんわんでちゅるじゅうやで。
Tenin dimash ji dani indu gare. Hmm. Ha. Yeshi jiku indu gare. Tanda yeshi jiku dan dimash ji dani te tenin sanji ji kui nane dan tartu bachin ji yinsun are. Ta sanji nam ji kun tartu undi dan dimash ji rabd shewa se undi Ndiji marise gare ndimashi jiranji re sombetandare ten dechi hatag nambachi imari yeshijiku inre songare ndiji meta beranjinche member sonre ta sanji jiku seate ndiji gi chanda ta meta bi chanda botindi maimbate ene london rikbanika gi gone top de gare songare tisire ta Semchen nam layon, shiso, yeshi chokotende, dang one de churju yodi, then yis semchen de nekam layon, choku yenten tamje, dang nunji tubarchenji, kelengu yoson yare. Did jumsen kanesana, shiso one de chujugi, yeshi chokote, numashi jiranjinis, numashi jiranjin, yeshi jikure de garese yare. Dimashi dan yeshi jiku yene zonte chitar hajin shi tejin sumba nanshin shene shi su kande yabade hajin nekam nao yogu gare hajin nekam kande yabade tene shi su ngandu chundogu yare mato bagi hajin lechan lakwa jinji shi su ngandu chudwa yalogu yamare pena She so one the churji yaba, one the candy, churba tado, yes, same jing in a canoe yabar mayana, then dimashin by yatu yamare. Yon, tanda yes, same jing in a cole, she so tell it, watching one the churji yanani, down dimashin by chin yatu yamare. This is it, and dimashin is zonde, not than she nila. Chebertan never change, Kogu Gyeson Betandare. Dimashe Tiranji Imbar Yindi. Then it just same change in neck of now, Chuku and ten tamje, that hinge to bar in Bachinji, ten lapam dogare. That Sanji Namji Kuganan and Tartuba Yeshi Chuji Kotende, Dimashe Tiranji Imbatene, then Dinima Long Gone or Dugare. Rikwe gone or dugar, London, Rikwa, Niji gone, Niji gone, then Dimashi Jiranji in Bate, Dumnogar. Then Dimashi Jiranji in by the troops and his own tea. Then it chitangaji she taking Sumba Nashi, she soon won the Chujugi Yantengi Chatamji, Zin Nekona, Trigondon Tribe to Jigone, anything to Trubara, then ten up to years on Betare. This is done the name and Dimashi in Bate, London, Rikwe to be Sheros on the Luni Nikak took a year son, that it took some denima, Rambajendo, Tangare. So, um, when it comes to a presentation of, uh, a specific points and says that uh, we may think that although this reasoning is correct it only shows that the mind can be a cause for Buddhahood in the same way that crops can grow 
from a field. But how does this show that there is a specific uh, nature, gotra, which is primordially present with all enlightened qualities? So, um, when it says uh, this uh, reasoning, uh, although this reasoning is correct, so um, that is in this way, it says, um, that is that with what we just said, you know, the reasoning we just presented, then um, if we look at uh, an ordinary example again, you know, of a um, crops that can grow from uh, from a field, then we see that um, that there is uh, the seed has this capacity uh, to bring out, and so in the same way that has been shown in the example that um, the um, uh, the f- uh, the fact that uh, um, here so the the sentient beings have the capacity to um, to manifest this uh, dharmakaya wisdom at um, at Buddhahood. But what was shown here, what uh, what the reasoning um, we say was was showing, is that actually the uh, it shows that the uh, the qualities uh, of the uh, the Dharmakaya uh, of the primo- of the perfect Buddha is um, is present in sentient beings at the time of the ground. It's already there um, as a ground in sentient beings, and so here the uh, but the example, if we take again this example of the of the crop, then they can grow from the field. You plant the seed, and then you know the crop grows. So that shows that uh, the crop has the capacity to uh, bring out uh, the seed has the capacity to bring out the crop. But it doesn't uh, show that the uh, uh, the crop is already present in the seed. This is um, uh, the uh, the objection that uh, that is raised here. People have uh, may have you know um, some doubt and saying that um, actually. It is. It doesn't uh, show that the the fact that uh, sentient beings can manifest the primordial wisdom Dharmakaya at Buddhahood uh, show that they have the capacity to do this, but doesn't mean that they have already present within themselves uh, this uh, Dharmakaya uh, wisdom exactly as it is, um, as in the example of uh, um, of the crop. And but well, this is also and so the text continues. Mipparamitta continues. Um, this is also established because um, all uh, the Bhagavan Buddhas possess the wisdom kaya which is clearly uncompounded. It is not something compounded and impermanent by nature. So this, uh, so these sentient beings, time, uh, the ground, have the capacity to reach Buddhahood, and there is. Um, um, so the uh, but then how do we show that actually all those capacities are already present within the uh, um, within sentient beings that this uh, primordial uh, uh, dharmakaya is already present and they just need to bring it forth bring it out and so the uh, um, so basically this is uh, the reasonings that uh, comes now is to show this. Uh, Spo- uh, this aspect of a spontaneous present, this spontaneously present, uh, uh, spontaneously present uh, primordial wisdom of the uh, Dharmakaya, and how to establish that it is uh, spontaneously present. And so the um, the Buddha's um, uh, kaya, the kaya of the Buddha, the ultimate kaya of the Buddha, <coughs> is as we said, is uncompounded. Um, he says the Bhagavan Buddhas possess the wisdom kaya, which is clearly uncompounded. It means clearly uncompounded. It means not, you know, it's not 
uh, it's not compounded, it is uh, very much uncompounded, uh, without uh, doubt. This is the wisdom kaya. This wisdom kaya, the ultimate kaya of the Buddha, the perfect Buddha, is uncompounded. And because uh, uh, among all those, uh, the wisdom kaya is among all the different kayas of the Buddha. That is the ultimate, uh, the ultimate kaya, and it is uh, not um, impermanent. It is not uh, compounded, but it is uh, clearly uh, uncompounded. And this uncompounded dhammakaya, then uh, sentient beings already have it. It is already in sentient beings as as a ground. This is uh, these uh, sentient beings have this uh, this ground, this nature, um, because it isn't compounded, and so because it isn't compounded, that is that something uncompounded um, can't be, you know, at some point uh, kind of not so good and later better, you know. There can't be this uh, this change. Uh, because it isn't compounded, then it is um, as it was before. It will be, you know, uh, after. And it is not that it was kind of uh, at the time of sentient beings not so good, and then you know becomes get improved and uh, uh, better at the time of um, of Buddhahood. So um, that is why, because it isn't compounded, that that shows that this primordial, um, this kaya of um, the Dhammakaya of primordial wisdom is a present in sentient beings because this uh, kaya of uh, the Buddhas isn't compounded so it cannot change cannot be you know kind of not so good and become better and uh, for one thing second it is it is present at Buddhahood this is uh, it manifests at Buddhahood the the kaya of um, of uh, primordial wisdom of the Buddhas manifests at, at Buddhahood sentient beings manifest that and so therefore um, it must be already present in sentient beings because it cannot change. Cannot, uh, there can't be any uh, any difference uh, in it. And this is um, established, as Mipam Rinpoche says, by both um, scriptures and and reasoning. Um, so this is um, and so what comes uh, now in the text then is uh, the presentation of this. How to establish this? How to establish that this primordial uh, wisdom of the Dhammakaya is um, uncompounded so by means of uh, scriptures and by means of uh, reasoning. It is um, so this um, uh, so showing how this uh, primordial wisdom of the Dhammakaya is uh, uncompounded and already present in sentient beings and is without any any change, any a kind of a time where it would be uh, not so good and times where it would be better. ตีนลุงเนี่ยยังเงินเดินไปดอเลยสงสักเกลอชุดชุมชุมชอบบาเตยินเกบันดีมาเชลปาลาเตยินเกบันดีเจยินอเขเซเวเนมติกบาเจอ
Ndima shijiranji yimba la Dini tegin sheba Sanje namji chujiko de Nijji yino ke sewa nesere Ta mutikpa dan chepartani Mendoosong jare Mutikpa choge Dini Ta sanje la Kurwa ndemkin Ta kurwa ndemkin ki shuro mutikpa chinji yoro ha Ta kurwa ndemkin ki shuro mutikpa te choge Dini nyepa Sapo chinji sanro gyore Shetan Sanje la kurwa ndengke ke mutikba techo Yon lunga Ge chatene Tene gedi la Londor surjindo Tandu langke yindu gyore Londor ge chat surjindo Tandu lang senanda Lalentangke yindu na yon Yon Sanje la Kurwa ndengke gyaji Tachik lunga ge Gedi londor sheba wecha Semji sanje la kurwa tau gejo te Te nyeba che che de gare Te shedi ta tindri ki nyeba saba wecha Ta che indrije tane Te nyeba ki jinde pa chena te gache ki reson betan dare Ta te nan chikwa yinson doa Ta namba sanje bi trumta on tekpare hiu Tene lunga ki shawa so tembe ki Ta chutim ki lapa teyan Ta londor ki cha Churjindu lalen tankin chinji yinna yan Yon tehin sheba chujiku tende nduji jiranjire Metap granjire sene ta jana Tende sanje la kundip chambo chinji chandu gare Sanje la kundip chambo chinji yindu Ta kurwa ndepi ki lengi Chapo chinji saadu Taishirur muti ba sanje la kurwa ndemkhen da Shepartani menken chichi chandrogun du usun betenare. Tishe di, ta ten rawagi, kanza te, ta tse indrije de pa tona gagre son jandua, tse indrije ton shodo, tini lengenge cham tini chendrogu yaroa. Tishe di, tini shiyon la yi shepartan son jare. Yon richipo, tijin shekba takbi kodan, Mishik biko dan, durji ko dan, chai ko mahim ba dan, chuji kuru te shi sone, yon danda lungkun chikba insare, nyangin lende bi ndog lungkun rendu. Tini tejin se ba te, ta tak biko chen, ta gogu yosun jare. Tini mishik biko chen dan, tini njurwa me ba durji ko chen, Tindri tattuba chinji gogu yosong re. Shai ku maimba daansu. Ta duche ki nambara. Duche shatagi ku maimba daan. Tindri yeshi chuji kui. Ngor tindri tushi chye daan. Yon tijin se ba mitako shesave chik mepe ni. Shingi pungbo mbarwa ndela chi. Kune rekwara shede. Shiyan lai, Chik dene nyembar mija o son jare. Ta chik chue mawi kanza te so geyo, Ta tijin shiek ba, Tijin shiek bi chuji ku tende, Ta mita ko son, Mita ba yimbar mawi, Ta chik tende me gajo ni son, Mawi ni son re. Ta shingi pumbo mbarwa ndila, Chik kune rekwar shiete se ta, 
Jete Shingi Pumbom Barwala Pasigne Tinishinayo Talesa Grayson Yare Ti Yin Shi be good in the metabiranjin yin she be chicked in dene than yember tayo rungi meson betandare Nyember Tayo Tene Mirunson Yare Tatanda Nyember Tayo Mirumbayan Chicken and Yembarian Mijao son Nyembarian Miruma Chenji Indu Gasari Mawayon Miruma Chenji Indu Gasari Metagushesha with Chi Mawene Shingi Pumbo Marwan de la Chikune Requarshi de Shian La Yeson du Tasose Nagi Tijin Shekwagi Kute Metaba Yinshi Mawa Vita Then Sose Chigi Tatanda Majig Chero Chigi Chindi Tene Shingi Pumbo Marwala Rig Shingi Pumbo Membarwala Tene Chede Yasane Tene Shivani Takande Dango Grisena That's also Shiva the Dango Gyosum Betandare Metaba Yinse Chig Mawa Vita That's also Roni Tene Shina That Shiva Te Dango Gyosum Betandare Tishidi Mawayon Merumba Chinji Tengare Tam Mamaruna Then they will check in the Nyembayan, the Rungamaris song and Nyenaya, that Nyeba, Samji Mechabatende, Sandro Tursun Yagare. Check the Nyembayan Meja Oshe dance. That they get, hmm, or the Tatown Tene, um, Town Dene Machimuntine, Lungichat is a tender, sorry. Check the Nyembar Meja Oson. So first we'll uh, look at how this is um, shown or established by the um, scriptures. And says the uh, in the Mahaparinyavana Sutra, the Buddha said, um, O monks of perfect discipline, the Tathagatagaba is uncompounded. If you say that the Tathagatagaba is compounded, you become a non-Buddhist and it would be easier for you to die. Um, so the, um, it says, all monks of a perfect discipline, that means, you know, followers of the, uh, the Buddhist teachings, uh, people really uh, try to um, observe the, the discipline um, that he set forth, the, uh, um, as well as the, uh, um, the kind of uh, his tenets or teachings, the kind of ideas that he put forward. And so those are the... Uh, um, um, excellent um, uh, individuals. Um, so the Buddha praised them, say, "Oh, monks of perfect discipline." So the Tathagatagaba is uncompounded. So um, the uh, um, the kaya, the Dharma kaya of the Buddha, is um, uh, is uncompounded. Uh, you cannot say that it is uh, something uh, compounded. Because if you were to say that, then there's no difference between you and uh, non-Buddhist people who do not follow these teachings, and because the the non-Buddhist um, have one features that they uh, they do uh, criticize the Buddhist teachings, uh, they do criticize the Buddha, and um, so this is and as a result accumulate 
a great deal of negativity, uh, negative karma, by uh, criticizing the uh, the Buddha and uh, by belittling the Buddha and so on. That is that even though there may be people who um, avoid um, accomplishing, uh, avoid doing any negativity, who are really uh, try to observe the best they can the uh, virtuous actions and train in that in the way that uh, the Buddha um, explained. Yet, um, because they criticize the Buddha, then uh, they accumulate uh, a huge amount of negativity just because of that, just because of this... Um, uh, this way of uh, belittling the uh, the Buddha of, of not um, uh, understanding uh, who the Buddha uh, really is, and so in the same way, if we are to say that the uh, uh, the Tathagatagarbha is and um, is uh, compounded, um, that is that the uh, so the um, the Dharmakaya of uh, the Buddha is um, is compounded. Then that is like uh, criticizing the uh, the Buddha. Uh, that is uh, like saying the Tathagatagarbha is compounded. It is like um, doing these kind of things that non-Buddhists are doing. That is uh, belittling the Buddha, not realizing who the Buddha really is. And this is um, in terms of the uh, accumulation of karma. It is uh, extremely negative. And so that's why the uh, the Buddha said that actually uh, it would be easier. Uh, to die than uh, to say such things because if you die the moment you die then you stop this kind of accumulation of negativity and so it would be easier than experience the uh, the consequence of the uh, of the karma of saying such things and also so it says so that um, another quotation from uh, the same sutra the Mahaparinyavana sutra he says O son of noble family family is uh, same word gotra Ashik um, translate sometimes nature um, or potential. So, also of noble family, um, see me the Tathagata as a permanent Akaya body, an indestruct indestructible body, a Vajra body, a body that is not made of flesh, a Dharmakaya. So, this is uh, also the Buddha uh, said that. So, in this Mahaparinirvana uh, uh, Sutra that the, the way to uh, see the Tathagata uh, is as um, um, a permanent Akaya, as an indestructible uh, Vajra body, not uh, in, you know, in a body made of flesh, uh, but uh, very much as the Dhammakaya. So this is how we need to, to see, to realize who the Buddha really is, how we need to really uh, to see the, the Buddha, that is, as a Dhammakaya. Not as someone in a body made of flesh, but as Dhammakaya, as permanent Kaya, indestructible Vajabhadi. And uh, further, so it says also, it is um, better to die completely burning your tongue in an intense fire than to say the Tathagata is impermanent. Do not say such things. So do not give others to hear such things. Um, that is, um, it says the same thing here, that it is... So if you imagine you have this uh, intense fire, great fire, and you burn your tongue, and it's so painful that you, you, you die. That is um, better than, uh, than saying things. It is easier, actually, than saying things. Uh, Tathagata is impermanent. 
you know that uh, you won't have to uh, it would be less um, suffering less problem actually to to die in such a way uh, in the end rather than saying things like the tathagata is impermanent because again that this is as we said um, uh, criticizing in the sense that not mis- uh, not realizing who the Buddha really is and so therefore we should very much avoid saying such, such things and also this is not a, a good thing for people to hear so we shouldn't also give that to um, hear to others and uh, um, again it is uh, to, to show how um, negative it is to, to say such things how, how much negativity we accumulate in saying things like this is uh, given in this example it is better to completely to die completely burning our tongue in an incense fire than to say the Tathagata is impermanent and then continues with more quotations テグマレソンジャレトンチョンタイエンテンキチャタネヤジメケンゲトンチョンテンデヨンテニニャンデスメロンセナオチョゲレチュクゴータメロンワヨンセジャレロンテレソンデヨンニャンデグロンデンドト
So this uh, this text, the Mahaparinirvana Sutra, also shows that the aspect of um, absence of existence alone cannot successfully describe uh, the Nirvana. This that the uh, the absence of existence. So just a mere uh, empty, just 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 being empty, just a void, mere voidness, is not um, what is meant by the um, by the Nirvana. It's not what is meant by the uh, um, by the essence of the um, what the essence of the of the Dhammakaya is, and so as this um, so the Mahaparinirvana Sutra says, um, emptiness, emptiness. When we say emptiness, emptiness, it means that when we search, uh, nothing can be found, nothing whatsoever. Even the Jains believe in this, but liberation is not like that. Is that when we say so the the word emptiness, emptiness, what it means is that by means of reasoning, when we search, then we can't find anything. So that establishes the kind of the aspect of a, a basic space. Nothing can be found, and so therefore, um, some think that the uh, so empty means nothing whatsoever. And so, because when we search, nothing can be found. So. Empty emptiness means nothing whatsoever, but this also the Jain believe in this, uh, that um, this ultimate is nothing whatsoever. But liberation, the Buddha says, is not like that. This does not correspond to a liberation. So it is true that when we um, apply the uh, the Majjhimika reasoning and found that um, uh, no uh, phenomena. The samsara, nirvana, of, uh, of samsaric phenomena or enlightenment, nothing can be uh, can be established. Everything is found. Nothing is found when we search by means of those majjhimika reasoning. Reasoning, nothing can be found, and so ends up with the uh, sort of a empty, empty. You know, just mere uh, emptiness. There's nothing there when you search. You don't find anything, and but it is not like that, as the Buddha said. The uh, liberation is not like that. There is um, also uh, an appearance aspect. There is also the appearance aspect of uh, the kayas and wisdoms. <coughs> and because just to say that you know it's just empty. When you search, you don't find emptiness. Uh, you don't find anything, and so it's just a like a nothing whatsoever. Well, if this is. Uh, you claim what you understand to be the ultimate, then there's no or liberation, then there's no difference between you and other uh, non-Buddhists such as uh, the Jains. So the uh, the presentation of the of the Buddha, the Buddhist teachings are different, and the uh, and that is the unique presentation of the uh, the Buddhist Mahayana uh, teachings, because this is not found in other 
in non-Buddhist teachings, and this is not found also in the uh, Hinayana teachings, that is that um, there is also, uh, so even though so by means of the Majamika reasonings, we can establish the uh, um, basic space aspect, the empty aspect um, of uh, the Dharmakaya, yet at the same time there's also an appearance aspect. And so, um, as the, the text says, continues in um, saying, what is liberation? It is the uh, uncontrived or unfabricated element. This element is the Tathagata. So, the, um, uh, the, uh, the element uh, is not, um, hasn't been produced, or is not something that is produced by causes and conditions. When it says uncontrived, or unfabricate, unfabricated machaba. That means it is not produced by causes and conditions, but it is, um, uh, so, as it says, so uncontrived, the uncontrived element of the uh, Dharmakaya, of the primordial wisdom of the Dharmakaya. And so this, by, um, by means of the, uh, when studying, when uh, looking at the, uh, the Mahayana, uh, Majamika teachings and applying their, their reasoning, then we can establish that there is uh, the, um, the, that in essence, in the Dharmakaya of the Buddha, there is a nothing that is established ultimately. Uh, that is, so by means of the reasoning of the Majamika, we establish this the, uh, <coughs> um, the essence, the empty essence of uh, the Dharmakaya of the Buddha. <clears throat> so that um, so establishes this um, basic space aspect and the empty essence. But in the uh, ultimate turning of the will of the Dharma, in the final turning of the will of the Dharma, uh, the Buddha um, uh, also uh, taught, um, explained about the uh, appearance aspect, about the uh, the spontaneously present qualities of uh, the Dharmakaya the aspect of spontaneous presence, the aspect of qualities and kayas and so on. So, on the one hand, then we have the, uh, talks about the um, basic space aspect, the empty essence aspect. On the other hand, it talks about the appearance aspect of uh, the primordial wisdom. So, so there are those two aspects that are mentioned. But now, by means, how, how are the approach? What is the approach? You know, when we talk about them, those two, uh, those two aspects, then by means of which reasoning do we approach that? How do we approach those two aspects? Um, and so there's a t distinction to make here. That is, so there's the reasoning that investigate into the ultimate nature of things. And by means of this reasoning that investigate into the ultimate nature of things, then no phenomena can be established. Nothing, no uh, samsaric phenomena can be established, but also no qualities, no spontaneous presence. Nothing uh, can be found to be established when applying this reasoning that investigate into the ultimate nature of things. So, means that the uh, the appearance aspect is established by means of another type of reasoning. Means when we look in a different way, um, and that is. Um, there's the the, um, the reasoning that we uh, uh, mentioned earlier. There's, so the appearance aspect is uh, established by means of conventional valid cognition, not by valid cognition that is uh, an investigation into the ultimate nature of things, 
but by conventional valid reasoning. And in terms of conventional uh, valid reason, reasoning, as we mentioned earlier, there are two types. There's the conventional valid um, cognition of pure vision and the conventional valid cognition of impure limited vision or impure limited perception. And, <clears throat> and when we establish the appearance aspect of uh, the Dharmakaya Pramoja wisdom, then it is the second one, uh, the, the first one, sorry, the conventional valid cognition of pure vision or pure perception. And this establishes, it is by means of this valid cognition, this conventional valid cognition of pure perception, that we establish the, uh, that the, um, the Dharmakaya uh, Pramoja wisdom with all its qualities. It is by means of this reasoning. And so it is. Um, so there are um, two aspects, as we mentioned, the, uh, the aspect of basic space and the aspect of uh, appearance. And there are also two types of valid cognitions that are applied in order to uh, investigate or establish those two different aspects. And it is not that the... Uh, uh, we're not using... When we're talking about the, uh, the qualities, of the appearance aspect, we're not using this, uh, this reasoning that... Uh, or this valid cognition that is an investigation into the ultimate nature of things, because uh, nothing is established in this way. And that is by means of the valid cognition, the conventional valid cognition that uh, of uh, pure vision. So there are two types, we need to be clear on this, that there are uh, two types of valid cognitions that are, uh, must be used here. ヒゲンドドルジチョバレチャンソンジャレ。うん。カンダンアラズクソンドンカンダンアラダシバロピラムドシュバデチョテダンガメトンソンジャレ。タサンジェラズジナンバトンケイナヤ。テゲサンジジ
ダチュジクヤンドゴルクイノンタトゥバチュジクテンデュマシジランジンテネズグダラソバゲハチュレンデヤジョタチュニキチャインバチンジテンドゴヨソンヤレタテオンレンチツァマインバヨネヨンドテ
um, the perception of sentient beings that is uh, and not according to uh, the Buddhas. So they are not uh, sounds and um, physical forms and so on, are just the way things appear, things manifest to sentient beings, a manifestation without, within the continuum of sentient beings, but they are not um, uh, of the Buddhas. And so, not in the continuum of the Buddha. So, just in the perception of sentient beings that Buddhas manifest in this way, but that the, uh, but this is not the um, ultimate uh, kaya, um, ultimate body, ultimate kaya of the Buddha. How is this? Um, how is this ultimate kaya of the Buddha? So, um, so, so people who just see an ordinary form, ordinary sound, or uh, they don't really see the ultimate kaya of the Buddha, so they don't really see the Buddha. And the Buddhas actually are the view of suchness. And the guides um, are Dharmakaya. Since the Dharmata cannot be known, these people cannot know me. So, the, um, the, uh, the Buddha is uh, suchness. That's what the Buddha is. And when the, uh, the ultimate, um, when reaching upon Buddhahood, uh, the ultimate kaya of the Buddha, uh, when um, that is uh, manifest, is the Dharmakaya, uh, uh, the Dharmata Kaya, you could say. And so this um, uh, Dharmata Kaya, this Dharmata, cannot be known. That means that it is beyond the uh, objects of uh, of knowledge of uh, ordinary beings. Um, that is not something that they can know with their ordinary mind. This is beyond the uh, the domain of knowledge of ordinary beings, and so therefore, so it says, uh, dhammata cannot be known. And so therefore, uh, these people, ordinary beings, cannot know me. Uh, there, because again, the uh, the ultimate kaya of the uh, of the Buddha is of the domain of uh, the mind of ordinary uh, beings. It is not an object that uh, um, that they can uh, readily uh, know. And um, so this is um, what the, the quotation is saying. And Miparamuchi um, continues to say, At this quotation and many others show, all the sutras of definitive meaning teach how the Buddhas are endowed with incompounded wisdom kaya. That is, that all these um, sutras that teach uh, the definitive, mean, definitive meaning sutra, those uh, sutras uh, showing explicitly the, the, the definitive meaning, um, all uh, teach that the Buddha actually is uh, the Dharmakaya, is uh, by nature uncompounded, is this uh, uncompounded uh, wisdom uh, kaya, and which is beyond... Uh, Ordinary beyond phenomena, and which is the uh, the dhammata. It is the dhammata which is beyond all ordinary phenomena, and this is not just you know. It, it doesn't appear just once in the scriptures. Not that you know, just in one uh, occasion has been said or written, but it it appears again and again throughout the scriptures of uh, um, throughout the scriptures. Quindi, ma, ti ne ricordi che c'è a te, tengo, 
Rigba Gicha Kande Tengerasana Demi Chenda Nisme Paronyambi Ndebun Tartuba Namchenji Yeni Jutchenji Sadishi Bimetaba Yena Ranjungi Himaimba Dansong Yare Tadanda Ndebu Non Tartuba Tanamba Tamjichimbi Yete Yandogar Tanamchen Yele Sapi, then it tabja jiveres, tabja yamarwa. Then the divin on a tartuba, number tamjimbi yes yandre. Then number tamjimbi yes de. That don't she send a choker, don't she ne? That ding o tomba inji chat in de. Then,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我们的故事,我
Jichinji sardu maji par Yine ranchi su Tunji tube na Yine ranchi yike sendo gare Ta tindi mahim bak Jichinji sardu shibi metabayina Ko ranchi yike jalog mare Son jare Ranchi yike mahim ba tarbi Ta chen yosun bitandare Tindi tanda Njurvi sungu mapomba danse gare Njurvi sungu mapomba dan Yanga yang chibi chadan chiba danse gare Yanjaranga yon yache yon manga yon yache sijitele njurva se gara Yache ne kichi chiki njukto se ngando gara Yon lamsam ngagbi kichi chiki njukto se yon che on gara Yon chibi kichi chiki njukto se yon ngando gara Tan dujje sijit tindi redra Pena ngalon toke sem senyon sijitde Ya chivi kichi chiki njukto se yon ngando gara Yung gapi kichikin jutoso, yung rinda shimak jintende, yache de gare. Tendi yanga, yang che gajotela, njurvi sungose gare. Tan number tamjichimbi yiki tende o tenda wogeten metapa, yang che, yanga gajichinjina, konjurvi sungu mapomba tavichin yare song gare. Tan jurvi sungu senanda, njurvi dunga senan, chikware. Tan jurvi dunga sejute, chabandujiji dunga. Dunga senang tak tenda buat cincil ngezong dogerwa. Tiada jurvi sungom, jurvi dunga, mapom batavicun ya resong jare. Rangi ngun jipe luace nase jare. Tiada tanda metabi cue tiada luicue reder. Dije tamje luicue songarwa. Dije metabi cue jine zonde tingote luar resong jare luar. Ngote luase onde ti ngote tuki maibitana madru bichane ti luase ndo gare. Madru bichane luase gare. Ti shiri tan dije ki chue tinde ki rangi ngote tinde ki chichi ki njukto so njindro ki yoye di. Ta ti ngote ne tuki amara ngote ne metu di eni luase nse gare. Tan namba tamji chimbi yeshe tinde yon Kichi chige tene njik jajo Rangi ngoy minne ba chenji yina Ngoy minne ba chenji yina Eni lui chichin chando gire son jare Tan namba thamji chimbe ishe tende yon Tene lui chichin tarbi chendu son jare Njipe lua chenda se ta Rangi ngoy gone njik ne Kul lui chichin yina Eni ti namba thamji chimbe ishe te Tani chamnegin tartuba yatuk maare sonra tenji chapsu majurba dansa gare. Tenji chamnegin tartu yatuk maare sonra gare. Jullama ge nano la ta kumcho samje nane ya ta chamnegin tartuba de tani sanje kumcho yano gare. Tere madu chu kumcho don gennin kumcho tende yon ta chamnegin tartu mahi sonra gare. Mahi bi jumsen kaanda sana Ta chö kum chö te cho yon, tene pang vi se dan, lui se dan, tene njik vi chö chen yin bi se na, ta pang si lui chö chen si, me si njik tan chie bi se son are, pang vi se dan, lui se dan, tene ko me pi se dan, njik vi chö chen yin bi se na, te ku ten ji cham chö ma yin son jare. Te ka nan shin ki namba tam ji chen bi ye se tende yon, tene rang ki ngoyu gone njik pa lui chö chen yin na, Kau tak tahu macam ni, mahim bata bicara dari esok ni jare. 
So now we come to the uh, um, to the reasonings that um, establish um, that the uh, um, how the uh, uh, the gotra is compounded and uh, present in uh, uh, primordially in all sentient beings. So first, in terms of reasoning, if the primordial omniscient wisdom, which is uh, usually described as the final fruition of one taste, indivisible from the primordial dhammadhatu, is an impermanent thing newly produced by causes and conditions, and there are a number of unwanted consequences. So, the um, um, the ultimate re- result, uh, fruition, is uh, the uh, omniscient wisdom. And uh, so there's nothing beyond that. This is very much the, uh, the ultimate uh, result of fruition. So, it says here, the final fruition is the omniscient wisdom. And um, it is um, it has, as we said, so the uh, an ap- empty aspect, and the empty aspect of uh, um, says so indivisible from the primordial dhammadhatu. So the dhammadhatu, the aspect of uh, basic space, correspond to um, here um, to the uh, the svabhavikakaya. Now, to explain this a bit further, when we take as a basis for um, establishing emptiness, the uh, the primordial wisdom of emptiness, then what uh, the uh, the emptiness that is uh, that is thus established is called uh, the svabhavikakaya. So um, to um, uh, to clarify this, take the example of the our ordinary mind with uh, its mental states, and if we take this uh, uh, ordinary mind, which is now manifest that we can, you know, see as the basis for uh, of emptiness for establishing uh, the emptiness, the uh, what uh, we establish as an emptiness, so the emptiness of the mind and the mental state, uh, is not uh, the uh, the svabhavikakaya. Uh, we cannot call that the svabhavikakaya uh, because at the level of the uh, of our ultimate um, Buddhahood of the uh, perfect complete Buddha, then uh, there is no um, such thing as the um, mind and the mental states. Such phenomena, such as mind and mental states, are not present at the time of ultimate Buddhahood, and so um, it is. So when we establish emptiness on the basis of those ordinary phenomena of mind and mental states, then this does not correspond to the svabhavikakaya. The svabhavikakaya is the emptiness of uh, the um, uh, the uh, the omniscient wisdom of the Buddha. This this is what we call. Then we we can give it the name we call the svabhavikakaya. So um, the svabhavikakaya. Uh, is uh, of course so the uh, uh, the dharmadhatu. 
it's primordial uh, Dharma Datu. So the, uh, the primordial omniscient wisdom is indivisible from uh, the primordial uh, Dharma Datu. And together with uh, all the, um, the aspect, appearance aspect, wisdom, kayas and so on, all those are indivisible from this aspect of, um, of the primordial Dharma Datu, Svabhavikakaya. So and this is what we call the uh, omniscience of the, uh, of the Buddha. Uh, the omniscience of the Buddha, so is this union of um, of the wisdom and, and this um, primordial Dharma Datu. So, but this can't be established with uh, uh, the ordinary mind or based uh, um, on the ordinary mind, because um, on the basis of the ordinary mind, if you have, you know, on the one hand, the uh, uh, the emptiness of the mind and mental states, so this union of mind and mental states and emptiness. Mind and mental states are still, uh, they are not primordially present. They are not spontaneously present. They are, uh, you know, changing instant by instant, you just come up. This is what we call them adventitious, lopurwa uh, in Tibetan. That is, that is the reason why they are called adventitious uh, phenomena, because they are not primordially spontaneously present. And so, Whereas the primordially spontaneously present uh, um, wisdom is um, so what we call the uh, uh, the um, the omniscience uh, primordial wisdom of the Buddhas, and if this omniscient primordial wisdom of the Buddha were to be uh, compounded, then if it is an impermanent thing newly produced by causes and condition, well, then there's uh, a few pro- problems that would arise. Uh, for one, the first thing, it, that it won't be uh, what we call self-arisen primordial wisdom, rang jung yeshe. They said that this, um, this omniscient wisdom of the Buddha is self-arisen primordial wisdom. But if it is something that is impermanent, then it cannot be called, you know, self-arisen primordial wisdom, cannot be called rang jung yeshe. Because the uh, the uh, self-arisen primordial wisdom is uh, primordially spontaneously um, present by nature, and but then if it is something impermanent, then it cannot be primordially present because it is impermanent, changing uh, instant by instant. It um, always arises and sees, you know, as it says. So uh, the second. Uh, consequence that has been noted here the pain of change has not been eliminated and it is it still has the characteristics of arising again and seizing again so that is that it always arises and seizes. this is the nature of those you know impermanent phenomena it just con- constantly arise and seize constantly arise and seize for example our own mind and its mental states associated mental states they always uh, arise and, and seize and change and so on and so, so that that is uh, 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 there's all this. Um, it is called also the. Uh, it says that the pain of change has not been eliminated. There is still, you know, this aspect of arising, ceasing, and so on. So all this, the pain of change is also like the uh, um, uh, the the suffering of change. You know, is mentioned. Um, Together and that this uh, all-pervading uh, suffering in the making, which cor- that corresponds also to, to this, you know, this all-pervading 
um, suffering um, um, in the making. So then also what um, uh, a consequence of the um, the omniscient, if the omniscient w- wisdom of the Buddha were to be impermanent, then it would be uh, deceptive because it is uh, self-disintegrating by nature. What this means is that um, it is, um, you know, deceptive. Um, it is deceptive because it is uh, not really established, doesn't really exist, and so therefore it is deceptive. Uh, um, this is how this term deceptive is used, that it is because uh, by nature it just changes instant by instant. It's just uh, changing instant by instant. So we can never find its actual essence, you know. In essence, just changing instant by instant. And so you can never, you know, find it, find the thing, you know. So it is, in that sense, you know, it is uh, deceptive. You can't really find it, you know. And so... The moment that you know something is changing instant by instant, it's not something we can rely upon. It's not something that we can find, you know, readily find, because it just has ceased. The moment we try to find it, it has already ceased, and so therefore it is uh, deceptive, uh, unreliable. And <clears throat> the uh, yeah, so if the omniscient wisdom of the Buddha were to be um, impermanent, then it would be it would be also uh, deceptive by nature, and so it cannot be. Uh, the unfailing refuge, because it ceases the moment it has a reason, and anything that is the result of the gathering of all the right causes doesn't last. So that is, it would be, um, you know, anything that arises based on causality when you bring together all the right causes to bring a certain fruition, this is something impermanent. That changes instant by instant, as we said, so it is something that is deceptive. Therefore, this is not something that can be the unfailing refuge. Um, <clears throat> as you know, the... Uh, and the uh, the uh, omniscience uh, of the Buddha uh, cannot be the unfailing refuge. And as you know, in the uh, Uttara Tantra Shastra, um, Maitreya explained that the uh, um, among the three jewels, the ultimate refuge is the Buddha. And the reason is that both Dharma and Sangha are um, uh, are actually. Uh, empty in the, because they are changing instant by instant. They are also deceptive phenomena in that sense, in the sense that they, uh, they, uh, they are um, they are not the uh, um, unfailing because they are changing instant by instant. And so the uh, they can't be the ultimate refuge, the unfailing protection against uh, against fear and all the uh, and all the suffering. It can only be the uh, the omniscience of the Buddha it can only be the Buddha, uh, but then if we say that this omniscient wisdom of the Buddha is uh, impermanent, then it's also, it also becomes the same as um, as for the uh, the Dharma and the Sangha. It cannot be uh, therefore the unfailing refuge, because at the moment it arises, then you know the next instant it has already changed. It is already something else. で、現度てね、
Tinne 
Then in Yetsewa Gichu Yimba Tabi Chendon, Talemandi Bichurdon, Then it under Jenga the Tabi Chendon, Then in Yonjen the Tabi Chen, then they got the Gares on Yarim. Tetargetene, Chen, then they Kelembala, that Dojikula Metaba Tabi Nepa Shindo, Jacher and Juena, Lam Nemba Nditorne. Nis may be Sijikun and Dimashiba don Tabatambatawa Shate Songare. That Durjikula Metabata Yana, Takondushi begin Nipa, Shindu Jachawa, Tinin Jung Yosongare. Tindi, Tasanjiku Metawa Tavi, Lam Nemban de Torne, Tinin Sanjiji. Is maybe ye said you couldn't, eh? Then in Dumashi Jiranjin, Tajinada, Takba, Takba Ganane, Takba Tambar, Tawa, Tatinde Latine, and Tango Yersongare, Tawa Tesongare. Tumon Turun Tongala Tembe Rigba, Tamji Yane, Ye said Dumashi by Missite, Shepa, and Tabi Jintim Missibe so Nyambane. Jinati ese yare. Tandi, tene, tanganji keba tosunke mambo yodigare. Tanda, tan namba tamji chimbi yeshe sejute, tene chimbi chare yesangin, chembare digare. Chimbi danire digare. Tan chemba chinji yina ko metabare matobage, chemba on shipa yinke, takwa yinke. Shepa da taba yintimba tinichinji sigma resone. That suntong semag on the tone. That in the monkey change years on yare. This is the tumon suron tonala city sunton semare. Sunton sematam la tene. The name number tamji chimbi yet in the young Dumashi yalogumare. Number tamji chimbi yet theate. Shepa was. Shepa inke, tapa inke, chingistan, sigma residue, matu semag yung on the tondi, shepa inke, tapa inke, chan, misix and logare. This is number tamji chimbi, yet in the tunton, semi yarvi nekal nani, then metabi chachinji, then la pomdogare. Matu shepa than tapa imba, that shepa than tapa yinti imba chinji, then la potugare. だんだんディカスナンバータムジチンビイシテンデンデュマシジランジンタクパタンバインソンジュテツントンチミオンドトンギアマレタオピジクバクンドンタニピチェマゲオンドトンドガレタジクチェマレツントンチメデネテンラパ
Shetan Shija Rorchi Bi Yeshe Kachom Kai Dorji Chene Tera Mida Tesone Number Tamji Chembagi Number Tamji Chembi Yeshe Tege Tini Chu Tamjin Chenundi Shetan Shija Ronyambam Zunzingin Talen Dipitugone Chendogi Yeston Yare Zunzingi Talen Dipitugone Tini Danda Chu Tamji Then Tenincendo コティテネジャチュンジュンジンジンドゥアレ。ダナンバタムジチンビイシゲチュンチェンオンデテネゾンジンレンディピツジュゴネオンチェンゴアレ。テヨンシジチュタムジェティチギツドテネチェンドゥ
So the, um, the omniscient wisdom of the Buddha cannot be uh, the unfailing refuge. Um, so as I said, because it's, uh, the consequence would be that it would as, um, be something that um, seizes the moment it has arisen. And um, anything that is the result of gathering all, uh, of all the right causes doesn't last. And so that is something that... Uh, um, of wisdom and omniscient wisdom of the Buddha that would be impermanent would be something that would um, so that wouldn't last that would just be a kind of a limited phenomena that appears at a certain point because this is how all uh, things that arise uh, based on the right causes uh, when the right the particular causes and condition gather then this phenomena arise and this is uh, a kind of uh, this is a discrete phenomena um, that it, for example if we uh, if we take a um, a form that uh, uh, arises in the eastern d direction, in the east. Then, when that it arises, when all the, it is not the same as the uh, the form that arises in the south. It can't be the same as the one that arises in the south. And that is uh, something arises when you know in a particular location. Then the particular causes and conditions are gathered, and um, it rises and then ceases. So it is uh, an impermanent discrete limited phenomena and so the phenomena that appears when this particular uh, cause and condition kind of gathered in the in the east uh, cannot be the uh, uh, the one that arises in in the th in 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 the south and so there are um, discrete uh, kind of phenomena all those phenomena produced by causes and condition um, are discrete phenomena and so that can't be that cor can't correspond to the um, omniscient wisdom of um, of the Buddha, and because the um, the Dharmakaya uh, would they, would then be uh, um, discrete, um, and also another consequence would be that it uh, it won't be of one taste with all phenomena. So the uh, the Dharmakaya is uh, is of one taste with all those uh, discrete uh, phenomena. But then since itself it would be a, a kind of a discrete entity, a separated entity, that it won't be able to be of one taste with, uh, with all phenomena. It won't be able to pervade throughout uh, all phenomena. And um, it is not also, it wouldn't be also beyond all extremes. That is, um, that uh, this uh, primordial wisdom, self-arisen uh, wisdom that is uh, um, uncompounded, um, does not arise anew based on causes and conditions. So otherwise, as we say, would be this kind of uh, discrete phenomena, but pervades throughout all phenomena 
of uh, of nirvana without any limitation. This is the great primordial wisdom that pervades throughout all phenomena, uh, without any limitation. And um, so, in order to be able to do that, to pervade throughout all phenomena in this way, then uh, it cannot be a discrete, limited kind of phenomena. It is beyond any limit, without any limitation. And so, um, again, so it is beyond uh, all extremes because it is beyond the. Uh, the extremes of being permanent or being impermanent, uh, and so on. So therefore, it can't be impermanent. Um, otherwise, if it is impermanent, it is not beyond all the extremes, the extremes of impermanent, for example. The in, inherent, ri- um, inherent arising of the mind, and so on, are not refuted also. Then, um, say it also that um, at the level of the, um, the ultimate wisdom, then, there's no such thing as uh, arising and ceasing and so on, which is what appears for ordinary phenomena, such as you know our ordinary mind. It arises and at some point it ceases. And so, uh, but here, uh, the uh, those uh, kind of uh, uh, phenomena, then um, if it is an impermanent compounded phenomena, then it is not beyond all those arising and ceasing and ceasing. That is, that it is a phenomena that is uh, pertains to the ordinary mind, and so it is still under the uh, part of that part of the mind, and so under the influence of uh, as the mind is of arising as the mind and seizing and and so on. So it is something that arises based on causes and conditions. Um, if it were to be impermanent, now it says also that it is not indepe- independent but is a compounded phenomena that depends on other phenomena. So as you know, then uh, all compounded phenomena then depend on one another for their arises. So it is it wouldn't be independent uh, phenomena. And so therefore, uh, the um, if um, the uh, um, the omniscient Buddha, the omniscience, uh, omniscient wisdom of the Buddha, were to be something impermanent, then. Um, it would it would be then uh, a kind of discrete limited phenomena uh, won't be able to uh, pervade uh, throughout uh, be of one taste with all phenomena won't be uh, beyond all extreme uh, won't be um, beyond arising and ceasing and uh, all those different uh, characteristics of the ordinary mind and it wouldn't be as well independent. And so, therefore, a vast number of problems and faults arise if you consider that the Vajra body is impermanent. Um, so, you need to uh, abandon this inferior path and view the indivisible Vajra body, of Vajrakaya, as uncompounded and sacred permanence. So, that is um, the, um, um, what we need to understand, that this uh, Vajra body, of Vajrakaya, is, uh, is not impermanence. Because if it were to be impermanent, there would be uh, there are uh, so many uh, kind of unwanted consequences, things that do not accord with the uh, with the uh, with the teachings, with the uh, with the reasoning, and as uh, some of them have been uh, presented here, but there are much more uh, that would um, faults that would be entailed by such a um, such consideration, such a statement, and so. The, uh, we need to understand that actually um, the Vajrabhadi or the Vajrakaya, the Buddhakaya, is uh, not impermanent, but it is completely uh, beyond the extreme of, um, per- of impermanence, and it is uh, incom- uncompounded by nature.
So this is um, what we call this uh, uh, sacred uh, permanence, um, ultimate um, uh, permanence. Um, then the text goes on to say that when we evaluate just, uh, this just with our ordinary thinking based on what we see, this um, ordinary limited perception, it appears that primordial wisdom cannot be uncompounded because something cannot be cognitive and permanent at the same time. Um, so the, um, there's, um, uh, this is an objection that a number of uh, masters in the past have raised. That is that if something is... Uh, like the uh, omniscient wisdom is cognitive, then it has to be impermanent. And but this uh, kind of understanding is just based on our ordinary thinking. That is the uh, we call this uh, uh, valid cognition of uh, ordinary limited perceptions. So that when we look at things with this valid cognition of uh, ordinary uh, limited perception, then this is what what we see. What is uh, established in this way that. Uh, uh, something uh, cannot be um, uncompounded, cannot be permanent, and cognitive at the same time do not match. But uh, we said that the uh, the omniscient wisdom of the Buddha, although cognitive, uh, is uncompounded and um, has this uh, at the same time uh, cognitive aspect. And but this is not with the same uh, kind of uh, a valid cognition that this is established, because again, by means of this valid cognition of um, ordinary limited perception, what we see is that the moment something is uh, permanent, then it cannot come to know the object, it cannot change to acquire the uh, uh, the knowledge, the cognition, and so therefore it has to be uh, f uh, for cognition. Um, to be has to be impermanent, arising the moment that this uh, cognition uh, takes place, and so the uh, it is not possible to uh, to bring those two aspects together to have something which is at the same time permanent and at the same time cognitive. This is not possible. But this is from the point of view of the val uh, conventional value cognition of ordinary limited perception. This is. Uh, uh, just based on this, and not based on the uh, uh, the uh, um, conventional valid cognition of uh, pure perception or pure vision. That is, the limited cognition that knows an object is necessarily impermanent. However, primordial wisdom, where cognition and known object are of one taste, what we call the wisdom endowed with a vajra space pervading throughout all of space, is not like that for um, the uh, the following reasons that are given that the state of the incompounded natural radiance of unchanging clear light is the complete consummation of all phenomena of samsara and nirvana. So <clears throat> the uh, um, this um, ordinary limited perception cannot um, establish this from the perspective of, we cannot establish this um, omniscient wisdom as being at the same time cognitive and permanent. From the perspective of the ordinary uh, limited perception, then the moment that is a, a, a cognition takes place, this cognition has necessarily to be permanent. This is always a cognition of an object by, uh, by um, a, kind of a cognitive subject. This cognitive subject is necessarily impermanent. <coughs> It is necessarily a discrete phenomenon, and so that does not work. That does not, you know, correspond to what the uh, 
omniscience uh, of the Buddha is. And so, uh, here it says that um, um, all phenomena, um, so in the case of primordial wisdom, cognition and a known object are of one taste. Is, uh, it recognizes all phenomena, pervades throughout all phenomena, and it is beyond this kind of uh, duality of uh, having a, a subjective uh, kind of apprehender and uh, and uh, and that apprehends an object. You know this duality of subject and object. It is beyond that. It is here at the level of the uh, uh, primordial wisdom, uh, omniscient wisdom of the Buddha. Cognition and known objects are of one taste, and so. This is what we call the uh, the wisdom endowed with the vajra space pervading throughout uh, the whole of space. That is, so that you have this aspect of, of wisdom, uh, which is the uh, vajra space. Um, that um, this wisdom, and basically what it means is that this is the uh, the primordial, uh, the uh, the union of primordial wisdom and basic space, um, which is beyond subject and object. It is uh, not a mode of cognition where you have a subject that knows its object in this way, but it is this great union, so what we call the uh, the wisdom endowed with the Vajra space, pervading throughout the whole of space. So this is the, the union of basic space and uh, primordial wisdom. Um, so, And this is uh, not something that can be um, appreciated, that can be... Uh, um, evaluated correctly by the uh, conventional wisdom, uh, conventional uh, valid cognition of um, ordinary limited perception. It is because this ordinary uh, limited perception never goes beyond subject and object. There's always, you know, an, an apprehension of an object by a subject, and and so whereas. The primordial wisdom of the Buddha is so is beyond subject and object, one thing, and also it sees uh, apprehends all phenomena at once, characteristics which are not uh, characteristic of this ordinary uh, kind of cognition, and so this is um, how we need to understand that this cognition, this omniscient wisdom of the Buddha, even though it has a cognitive aspect. This cognition doesn't happen in the mode of a you know duality of subject and object, and it is not, and that's why it's not a kind of discrete, impermanent phenomena. So um, the uh, so as I say, so the, the reason is given the state of the incompounded nat nature uh, radiance of unchanging clear light is the complete consummation of all the phenomena of samsara and nirvana. Therefore, it is established by the reasoning that investigate into the ultimate um, as being primordially beyond arising and ceasing. So, it is that the uh, um, the state is as the uh, the state of uncompounded natural radiance. So, he has this uh, uncompounded also has this aspect of natural natural radiance, uh, natural uh, clarity, and. Um, all, um, so this is an apprehension that happens um, in this way when um, seeing the uh, uh, all phenomena, the, when the primo, uh, primordial omniscient wisdom of the Buddha apprehends phenomena, apprehends um, 
seeing all phenomena as uh, primordially uh, clear light. And so that it is, um, this is what this uh, traditional expression called the upchuk, which is the complete consummation of all the samsara, uh, of all the phenomena of samsara and nirvana. Uh, this is when um, knowing uh, all phenomena in this way, when the, uh, uh, the soul uh, primordial wisdom of the Dharmakaya apprehends, recognizes, knows all phenomena um, um, at once, all the phenomena of samsara and nirvana are like uh, kind of um, in this uh, primordial wisdom of uh, the um, um, uh, of the Buddha, and so the and so this is um, established by the um, um, it says here the, the reasoning that investigate into the ultimate nature of things so that is the uh, or rather maybe a better translation would be with the, uh, the uh, ultimate uh, reasoning yeah, rather, because actually the ultimate reasoning refers here, I can't remember if she explains, to this, um, this valid cognition, the conventional valid cognition of pure perception. This is what, you know, establishes. So here, this is the, the reasoning of uh, um, the ultimate uh, reasoning, the investigation of the ultimate reasoning. And that shows this is this uh, conventional uh, valid cognition of pure vision that shows that establishes that actually this uh, um, uh, primordial wisdom of the Buddha uh, uh, which is uh, cognizant uh, is uh, primordially beyond arising and ceasing Sing on,